We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The following program has been paid for by the Dustin Feely Group. Open up the champagne. Pop. It's my house. Come on. All right, good morning, South Florida. It is bright and early on this great morning, and it is the Dustin Feely Real Estate Show. You've tuned into us every week, but no week is going to be as critical as this one because we've got lots of great information coming at you. First of all, we're going to crack our energy drinks. We're going to get it going because I got my man with the money bags, Mr. Dennis Hernandez here. Good morning, Dustin. How you doing, brother? Everything's always fantastic, and as always, I've got the CEO extraordinaire of Assured Title and Trust, Ms. Lori Mitchell. Good morning, Dustin. Good morning, everyone. Guys, we are bringing a show with lots of heat today, and it's all thanks to, of course, the man who's got to be mentioned on every program, our great producer, Solana. Good morning, everybody. Happy to be uh, another week with the Dustin Feely Group. Man, you're going on a lot of weeks. I mean, we, we've got a couple years in the bag with you at this point, and we've we've watched you. You know, you've grown up right before our very eyes, but yet we've yet to put you into a home that you own of your own. I know, my parents' basement. It's just, uh, it's it's appealing. It's appealing. How are you going to tear me away, Dustin? You do know that you can have a stripper pole installed in any home we sell you. I'm listening. Okay. So, that being said, last week... Obviously, things started inching its way a little bit back towards normalcy. By the way, just a reminder, the number to call, as always, 855-520-HOME. If you're looking to buy, sell, rent, invest, if you have questions, if now the right time to sell your home and you want to know what your house is worth, we give you a free home evaluation, 855-520-HOME. Don't forget, leading into the second period of every show, we're going to have the title timeout with Lori Mitchell. The third period is always the money man himself. Dennis Hernandez is going to be giving us the mortgage minute. But guys, this has been such a up and down of emotions with the whole quarantine, with the real estate market in particular, because so many questions have been left out there. What impact will this have on the value of my home? Is now the right time to buy or sell a home? Can I get a better deal in this current market? And can I even go look at houses? So we're going to be talking a little bit about all of that during this uh, this first segment. And nothing is more popular right now than our first-time home buyer and our renter-to-owner to program. We've had uh, 
what, three new people pre-approved last week, I believe, Dennis, for the renter-to-buyer program? Three it was. Three new people that we pre-approved, and they're out there looking for homes right now. So just to clear something up, because there was some kind of confusion with that, it's not that you're renting to own. It's that if you're currently a renter, and you're throwing away that money every month on rent, and we do the math constantly. If you're paying $3,000 a month for rent, you're throwing away $36,000 a year. And we've walked you through this math time in and time out. So if you're currently renting, then you have an opportunity right now to have free money basically towards your down payment. You've got closing costs. You've got down payment assistance. And on top of it, we have the best yeah. programs in the world for veterans. Our veterans that have given so much service to us have so many great opportunities with putting no money down. Also, your credit score doesn't have the weight like you do if you're a non-veteran. Matter of fact, Dennis, how does the veteran pre-approval work? Dustin, what we do is we, we pretty much go by what their income shows. We have to calculate their income a specific way for veterans. Um, we have to use what they call um, residual income. So their DTI really doesn't take any, any uh, weight. Um, the weight is really taken by the residual income. I'm not going to get into how we calculate that or what that actually means, but um, it's an advantage for the veterans because the veterans are not taking into account the way a regular uh, pre-approval is done. And then, as you mentioned, zero down payment. And on top of that, our HERO program, we get them up to $10,000 for closing costs. So there's there's been veterans that we've done loans for that we've put into homes with very, very, very minimal down down or out of pocket costs, I should say, to them. I'm talking anywhere less than a thousand dollars that we've done in the past. I I can't understand for the life of me why anybody who's a veteran who served our country wouldn't take advantage of home ownership at this point because the credit score doesn't matter, your debt to income ratio is not weighted the same, you have no money down payment, and if you're a disabled veteran, I hate to say it, but the benefits get even greater. So any veterans listening right now, give us a call at 855-520-HOME. We'll definitely be able to put you into a house. But let's clear up the renter to buyer program a little bit. Basically, if you haven't had your name on title for the past three years on a property, you qualify for what's called the first time home buyer program. Doesn't matter. You could have owned 30 houses, but if your name hasn't been on title in three years, you can take advantage of our first time home buyer program. Now, what does that mean to you? Lower interest rates, lower down payment, all kinds of different advantages that are available to you. In addition to that, Hernandez Home Team is working with first time home buyers right now with all kinds of special incentives like appraisal reimbursement. This is something, this is an expense that comes up when you're purchasing a house that's being covered. Uh, assured title and trust is also giving special benefits on your closing cost. So there's too many benefits right now for the first time home buyer. But let's say that you have owned a home and in the past year you decided to rent. But let's say you've been renting for 20 years. It doesn't matter. It's not that you're renting to own a property. The reality is, is that if you're currently renting, we can actually 
take advantage of our rent to own program by literally pre-approving you today and starting as early as tomorrow in finding you the house you're going to purchase. Meaning you will stop paying rent as soon as you close on that property. There's been so many advantages for people that own their house in this current situation. For starters, the CARE Act, which Dennis explained last week, which we'll get into a little bit more. Well, the CARE Act has allowed the banks to basically allow you to not pay during this time. You have people that are going 30, 60, 90 days without paying a mortgage payment all the way up to a year. Dennis, can you explain again how that CARE Act was? Right, so the way the CARE Act was designed was to allow some leniency during this pandemic for homeowners, which in turn affects renters. Uh, the homeowners can get uh, anywhere between three months. Really, the CARE Act calls for a year, up to a year of forbearance. Um, most banks, lenders are only allowing you to do start off with three years, three months. So you go into forbearance, you can delay your payments for three months. You have to negotiate those terms, um, allowing the homeowner to catch up. So how does that affect renters? Well, you know, wherever you're renting, somebody owns there. So while you're continuing to pay rent, they're not making their payments. Hopefully that's not the case in your situation, but it could be. Um, on top of that, anybody that is is going into foreclosure because of the pandemic, those foreclosure proceedings will stop. All of those will stop. Most court proceedings will stop. I know that there's a, been a, a few that already been ramped up again, but there's a lot of benefits that they've put out there for the homeowners in order to help them out with the um, with the pandemic as far as their mortgage is concerned. So again, all of the benefits are always sway towards the homeowners themselves. Not to mention the tax benefits. You can write off your interest. You've got all kinds of care and protection. I remember when Hurricane Irma came in the event of a natural disaster, whenever there's a natural, uh, an emergency, mortgage companies will work with you and are much more likely to work with you than your landlords. How many people out right now are sitting here with their landlord blowing up their phone you haven't worked in the past two months and your landlord doesn't care they're saying i want my money now yes they can't evict you because evictions have been put on a hold but it's not stopping them from calling you saying where's our money we want our money and what do you think is going to happen after this passes and the eviction hold is up what do you think you can expect from your landlord and again, these are just some of the advantages that come through here. But too often, people don't look at the big picture, and that's kind of one of the disadvantages of renting. I really don't know who rent works best for. I understand if you're brand new to the area and you want to learn a little bit about South Florida and decide where would be a good place to rent. But even there, maybe you should be thinking about doing a short-term rental which, by the way, there's a lot of properties down here that do short-term rentals. We have those available, which you can call us at 855-520-HOME. But on a positive note, what I'm really enjoying is watching everything come back out. It's almost like that whole Groundhog Day movie. You remember that? Like the groundhog comes out.
Yeah, Groundhog comes out, everything is starting to look. It's kind of like those zombie movies, you know, when, when at the end everybody's done and people are coming out and they see birds and, and sunshine and all that for the first time in months. It's kind of like Solana with the with the man bun. When he comes out and he, see, and he can't see the man bun anymore, he goes back and hides. Nah, I'm not hiding anywhere, man. <laughs> I'm not hiding anywhere. Well, the cool thing is, is last week we saw some marinas. We saw some parks opening up. I understand this coming week. I think we're going to start seeing a little bit more activity with restaurants. Uh, I heard up in Tampa, actually, there was it theaters and stuff are going to start reopening. Yeah, it's actually everywhere except the Tri-County area. We're the, we're the black sheep of South Florida, of Florida, period. Ha, joke's on you, other counties. We never behaved anyway. This whole time I've seen everybody out there doing everything as if there was. Actually, the truth is the traffic has been really nice lately. That's the one thing I'm going to miss about the, uh, about the lockdown is driving around has been fantastic. Yeah, it has been great. Unfortunately, I'm still taking appointments. I'm still meeting with clients. And let me tell you, that drive to Kendall is only taking me about 20 minutes instead of 45 minutes. So that's great. Yeah, Kendall takes 20 minutes to get from 117 to the turnpike entrance during normal situations. Solana could tell you about that. He's Mr. Pro Kendall. Last week telling us how Kendall, everybody follows the law. Nobody breaks the rules. He can't get a haircut. Solana, you got your haircut yet? No, sir. Nobody in uh nobody in Kendall's breaking the rules. I mean, I can't really confirm that, but because I've been staying in my house, being a a, a good uh good citizen, but uh, I like to think that people in Kendall are are following the rules and and doing as they're told. They actually had to close down. Um, I think it was Miami Beach, Penrod, that Penrod area, because people were not. Uh, following the rules, so it's not the Kendall guys, it's not us, right, Alex? We're the good, we're the good ones. Amen, Lori. Amen. Yeah, right. And I'm sure Lori also picks up after her dog every morning too. I don't buy any of this. I do. Well, I don't. Albert does, but we do. <laughs> well, I got to tell you that our showing requests are through the roof right now. <laughs> That's a fantastic sign. Our website, the DustinFeelyGroup.com website, has been bombarded with all kinds of questions and inquiries as far as property availabilities and showing times. So if that's not an indication of how fast we can pretty much expect things to bounce back, my one recommendation is to get ahead of the curve. If you're thinking about selling your house or you decided not to put it on the market when this all happened, then now is the time to find out what do you think your home is worth? Because in a supply and demand scenario, right now the demand is super high. There's a lot of buyers out there and there's even less inventory. So with the inventory right now being less, that means there's less options for the amount of buyers that we're dealing with, which means you as a seller have a better chance of getting the price that you're hoping to achieve for your property. So, Interest rates are low. That's something Dennis is going to talk about later on in the show. But obviously, with interest rates rates being low, that means you've got greater buying power. So if you're somebody who can take advantage of an interest rate in the low in the low to mid threes, well, 
That's the difference between you being able to buy a $350,000 house or a $400,000 house for the same payment. So we've got that and a whole lot more coming up later on in the program. Guys, I want to remind you the number to call is 855-520-HOME, 855-520-HOME, and we'll catch you after the break. All right, welcome back to the Dustin Feely Real Estate Show. Joined here in everybody's own individual remote studio by Dennis Hernandez of the Hernandez Home Team, Lori from Assured Title and Trust, and as always with our producer Solana, we had a great first period. We talked about the renter to buyer program, low interest rates. We want to remind you the number to call is 855-520-HOME. We got a lot more coming up after the show, or later on in the show, I should say. Uh, and, and obviously, I got distracted because of the loud whistle. And it's Lori with the title time out. Lori, what do we got at title time out this week? Well, Dustin, today we're going to talk owner's title policy. So I had a situation come up this week, and I thought it would be great to uh, incorporate it into this title timeout because it's actually going to touch on two things um, on all about owner's policies. So a lot of people will ask me, well, the owner's policy, it says on the HUD or the Alta or the CD or whatever they're looking at, that it's optional. And that is correct. The owner's title policy is optional. However, I'm going to tell you that if you are getting a loan on your property, so most of us will be buying with a loan, very few cash buyers out there right now, but if you're buying with a loan, the owner's title policy is actually an add-on premium. So you're not paying top dollar for the policy itself. You're kind of adding it as a supplement to the lender's policy, which is required for closing. So basically, it's you're getting a maybe thousand or twelve hundred dollar policy for possibly a hundred to two hundred bucks. It's really worth it, and I'll tell you the one of the biggest reasons why. It's not necessarily a lot of people say, well, if you do your job and you check title, then we're fine. But that's not the case. Unfortunately, there's a lot of fraud that goes on, especially in Miami. We already know that we're the uh, fraud capital of the world, as Dustin likes to remind us. Um, but also, there's just mistakes that are made elsewhere. We had one case in particular where we got a refund of the property taxes. And we contacted the tax collector and we were like, listen, you know, this property had no mortgage when we closed. We collected the taxes. We made the payment. Why are we getting it refunded? They said, oh, it was paid by a mortgage company. So after researching and calling the payer, which was a third-party company, we finally were advised that, yes, the mortgage had been satisfied, and then almost, I don't know, six months later, this was back in 2018, the lender sent the tax company, which is the third party they use for paying taxes, a rescission of satisfaction, but they never recorded it. So as far as public records and everyone in the world is concerned, that mortgage was satisfied. They, however, internally are stating that that mortgage is due. So at this point, our buyer is protected because they have an owner's title policy. Otherwise, that mortgage, if they record that rescission, would be against our buyer's property. Um, so it's very important. And this was a cash deal, so there was no lender's policy. Had they not bought their owner's policy, they wouldn't be covered. Um, so like I said... Things like that happen, obviously fraud, people signing satisfactions that are not real, 
Um, sometimes people sign documents for someone else. I've seen that happen as well, where a wife or spouse uh, is not aware that the property is being sold and the other spouse signs on their behalf and even gets it notarized by a friend. So it's very important that you understand why you need an owner's title policy and how it protects you as the buyer of the property. The other reason, and this is where it's going to touch up on refis, which we've been getting a lot of lately, is because you will get a discount on your title policy when you refinance. And there's no expiration for that. So you can refinance 10 years from now, you'll get a discount on the new title policy for that lender. So it's very important that you have your owner's title policy, a copy, whether it's digitally or you know an actual hard copy somewhere, um, so that you can provide that to the title company that's going to handle the refi later on. With that title policy, you're going to get, I've seen upwards of $600 reduced on the new title policy for the refi. It all depends on how much the value of the owner's policy is versus the new loan. Um, so it's important to have that as well as a copy of your survey. Those are all little tidbits that will help you save money when you refi in the future on that property. So basically my tip today is, Get your owner's title policy. It'll help you in many more ways than you know. And in the long run, compared to the price of the home that you're buying, it's just a few pennies to the dollar in comparison to price. Hey, that's great advice. And, and that sounds like it's really pennies, right? So you're talking about a couple hundred dollars? Yeah. I mean, if there's a lender, if you're buying with a lender with a loan, so there's a lender's policy already being issued, you're looking at anywhere from 100 to $200 um, in addition, just to get the owner's policy. So it's not really, I mean, it all depends on how much money you're putting down because it, it, the liability is based on the amount of the loan. So if the more down payment you put, yes, the more your owner's policy is going to be to add it. Um, but again, it's still in comparison. I mean, you're talking about a purchase of 300,000, 400,000, 500,000. Do you really want to risk someone knocking on your door and saying, Hey, that deed, that you relied on to, to have the house sold to you was falsified or the, the, uh, maybe it needed a probate and it wasn't done or it wasn't done correctly or it was a, some kind of foreclosure. I mean, we had a whole bunch of foreclosures that got returned or, or, or canceled out in court because they found all that fraud going on with those attorneys that were doing those uh, factory style foreclosures back a few years ago when everything got crazy. So do you really want to risk it? We're not, you know, you're not buying a pair of shoes. You're not spending a hundred bucks, 50 bucks on a pair of shoes and, oh, well, if it, they don't fit or they don't feel comfortable, you buy another pair. It, it's a home. It, it's a big investment. So in comparison for what you're purchasing, especially your property for, it's pretty much pennies to the dollar. Well, for starters, I don't wear shoes. Everybody knows I only wear flip-flops, <laughs> but this this is great actually advice. One of the things that I also don't understand is when you're at the closing table, I almost feel like people should be getting a life insurance policy that in the event that they had a untimely or tragic death and they're responsible for that mortgage note, that their family can own that home mortgage free. Is that something that people commonly do, Lori? That is, and even more common is when they have the disability add-on because, I mean, a lot of people aren't thinking, especially if they're young, 
um, so much about the death and maybe they're the only ones on there. Maybe they don't have anyone to leave the home to at the time. But what if you're disabled? What if you have some kind of accident or some kind of illness that now you cannot work and you have this mortgage hanging over your head? So I, see, I seem to think that if you're going to get uh, the death one, you definitely should add the disability. And if you're only going to get one or the other, you might want to even just get the disability one. Hopefully your property will have equity and your heirs can just sell them, sell the property. But you definitely don't want to be on top of worrying about being sick or being disabled or having some kind of you know, um, injury that, that you're in the hospital or you can't uh, move around to also have to be worrying about the bill because you can't pay, you work and pay for it. So they definitely have those programs. You do get bombarded after closing with a lot of that stuff, um, but we do have someone in-house that we can give you and recommend, and at the moment that you close, you can contact them and they can work that out with you. Well, as always, tremendous advice. That was a fantastic title, Time Out. Speaking of Time Out, Solana, how much more timeout do we have to wait for sports to get back to normal? Am I seeing that the Miami Dolphins are actually considering uh, holding practices and stuff now? That's a loaded question. Um, it's not about practices. They're looking at different ways. I know uh, in Europe, uh, different leagues like uh, the Bundesliga in Germany – uh, I know in in, Sp in Spain, La Liga as well. There, uh, there's several different ways that um, players can now go to train. Uh, they're obviously being tested, but there's a lot of uh, rules and requirements uh, that that go behind the training sessions. I know the NBA soon is also going to open up gyms, but again, like it's not going to be business as usual. It, uh, it, it. There's, there's several. Uh, uh, guidelines that teams and players have to follow. Inner Miami started training uh, earlier this week on Wednesday as well. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to tell you. I'm optimistic. I feel like we should all be optimistic that sports is still going to happen this year. Um, but I, I don't know, honestly, how, how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, if fans are going to be allowed in. I know Tom Garfinkel, the Dolphins CEO, he kind of outlined a way to have fans in the stadium. It wouldn't be 60,000, 60,000 plus fans. It'd be something more along the lines of 10 to 20,000. And uh, the idea was you would have uh, different stations for people to enter the stadium. They'd be separated. There'd be marks on the actual pavement so people aren't next to each other. And then when people want to leave the game, they'd exit um, you know, section by section, not everybody at once. So row by row would be let out. Um, but, so there's a bunch of different ideas going on on how to get people in the stadiums. Uh, again, I'm optimistic that this is all going to work and it'll be a safe environment. But uh, it remains to be seen how exactly it's gonna ha how it's gonna happen and uh, when these these um restrictions are, are all going to be put to rest finally. And uh, I, I, if I had to guess, if I was a betting man, I'd say once there's a vaccine, that's when sports will go back to normal, at least. Back to normal, people can go back to the games. But until then, uh, yeah, it's going to be weird. Like sports for maybe another year could be very different. And uh, it sucks, but, uh, you know, obviously it's for the safety and the well-being of, of everybody. 
I don't know if I've ever seen 10 to 20,000 Dolphin fans in the stadium at one time, but I got a great idea. If we could ban the away team fan base and only allow Dolphin fans in, that would be pretty much the regular Dolphin fans that go to the stadium. Uh, you've been holding that one in. I, I, I can tell you've wanted to, to fire off that take. I'm surprised nobody's uh, already uttered off, oh, well, you know, Canes fans can't even get 5,000 people into the stadium. I don't know how many people on Twitter have already taken shots at Canes fans. The reality, though, is uh, with Tua, this team is hot, man. Like, people want to watch the Dolphins. People want to watch Tua. And even if he's not starting, there's going to be a hope every game that um, either Ryan Fitzpatrick gets pulled or maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's an older veteran, uh, can't suit up one week due to injury, and uh, that's going to make the way for Tua Tungabaloa, the guy everybody in the National Football League wants to see. I think people are more interested in watching Tua and the Dolphins than they are Joe Burrow, the first overall pick in Cincinnati. So, like, we joke about Dolphin fans being Fairweather fans and nobody going to the stadium anymore, which isn't really true, uh, but this season would have been different. Like, I bet you season tickets are sold out. I guarantee getting a ticket... Uh, face value will be impossible for opening for for the first home game if fans are allowed in. Like that's how excited people are about Tua coming to Miami. Hey, I agree with you on that on that take, Alex. But you know, back to where Dolphin fans are coming back and what they're doing for social distancing and whatnot. They don't need to look overseas to see what's going on. They have the perfect model here at home. The Marlins have been practicing social distancing with their fan base. There it is. Since there the it is. I knew it. The Marlins, that's the only team that was missing. Well, I'm looking at the NBA. A lot of the NBA teams are actually opening up practice on Friday. It seems like the real holdout is uh, the Lakers. Uh, that guy said he's willing to wait a hell of a long time. But I'm just happy to see some kind of adaptation and some kind of movement in terms of actually getting some sports. Because I'll tell you what, if you are in quarantine, that's the time you really need some some sports being played, wrong? No, I think you're right. And I think humans are good at adapting. Um, I, I think it was Hawk who was saying this. Like, humans will adapt. We'll eventually figure all of this out. If it takes another year, it'll take another year. But at some point, we will figure it out. And sports plays a large part in American society. It's our culture, right? National Football League. You wake up Sundays, you watch football. Saturday, you watch college football. Like It's a part of our culture, our society. It's a part of what we love in this country. So I think it's important to get it back. But I also think rushing you know, college football back and rushing students back into campuses just so we can play football on Saturday is not only irresponsible, it could be extremely detrimental to the health of student-athletes, people who are going to the games. Like We don't want to have a second wave of this just so we can play football. Um, and, and to your point of, of the NBA opening up their practice facilities, I heard Jim Rome, uh, who said something interesting. He said, it's great that you know, we're figuring out a way to get these guys back into the gym, but at a certain point, when you look at some of these guidelines and restrictions that the team and the players have to go through to make this happen, is it even worth it? Like, only X amount of players can be in the gym at the same time. X amount of players can be on the same court at the same time. So you're not going to get, you know, five-on-five full-court practices. You're not going to get your traditional one-on-one uh, -on -one play. Like, you're, everybody has to be isolated on the court Coaches have to be wearing face masks. Coaches, everybody's tested. Every like at a certain point, 
Um, like, is it worth it? And I think that's a fair question to pose. Um, as much as we want to see sports come back, and trust me, nobody wants to see sports come back more than I do, it's my livelihood. It's what we talk about every day on the air. So obviously, these these times haven't been the easiest, you know, coming up with content when every day the only story is, oh, uh, when is sports coming back? Um, so tr- like, I, I know I sound like a Debbie Downer, but on the contrary, I want to see sports come back more than anybody. I miss going to watch the Heat play where, not, where we might not even get uh, the NBA playoffs, like it's it's heartbreaking, but I, I also like understand when Jim Rome says, "Is it worth it?" And I think it's a fair question. Like, is it worth it to just have these guys come in just for the sake of saying, "Oh yeah, we're adapting. The guys are back on the court," but what they're really doing is just jump shooting in a gym to say that we're back, but they're really not progressing. They're not getting better as a unit. It's just for the sake of saying we're doing something. Well, when you're making tens of millions of dollars, it may not be worth it to the owners, but as far as the players, they should do something to, to, to earn the pay that they're still getting. And for the fan base, just to have something to wet the palate, to get the tease, I feel may be worth it. I enjoy the fact that we still get to have some kind of connection to the sports, even if it isn't at the caliber or what we would like to see. But the only people that I think are taking a major loss on that would probably be the owners because they're pouring out tens of millions of dollars to uh, players that aren't having to perform for what they were getting paid to perform. Speaking of performing, you brought up uh, Hawk. I definitely appreciate you keeping Hawkman and Crowder on the air. Love the guys, and I'm always grateful for the kind words that Hawkman uh, talks about the Dustin Feely group. And uh, we've got a great third period coming up after the break. We are going to have Dennis Hernandez with uh, the Mortgage Minute. And uh, we've got a lot more stuff to talk about, so you want to definitely stay tuned. Remember, the number to call during the break is 855-520-HOME, 855-520-HOME. All right, welcome back to what has turned out to be another absolutely phenomenal episode of the Dustin Feely Real Estate Show with Dennis Hernandez, Lori Mitchell, and our producer, Solana. We had a lot of excitement uh, in the second period. Lori came with some serious information on the title timeout. I just want to remind anybody, if you missed the first part of the show, you can hear us again tomorrow on the replay at 9 a.m. on 790 The Ticket or take us on demand. And you've got two great websites. you got WQAM.com on demand. Go to podcast. You'll find our show. Or theticketmiami.com where you can also go on demand. Go to the podcast. We're the first one up there. You know why? Because my man Salon has got some major pool. He's got some great clout with the Entercom people, the great Entercom family. But that being said, we are now uh, in our third and final period today of today's Dustin Feely Real Estate Show. And, of course, uh, I stirred up Alex a little bit uh, with uh, my comments a while ago saying that the owners are the only ones losing out. But I kind of stand by that comment. I don't know why Alex would defer. I want to get to that, but really quickly, Dustin, I just saw uh, a notification that there were Krispy Kreme donuts with key lime glazed on them and key lime pie filling. I don't know if any of you saw that. Um, Also, really weird, my roommate brought home key lime pie cookies from Publix yesterday night. And, uh, like, I, I don't know how you guys feel about key lime, like, being... Uh, 
like like a glaze and then key lime pie cookies. Like I, I don't know. I, I I just saw that notification and like is that something you would try? Try that's something I would do two dozen in one sitting. Are you kidding me? Really? Really? Key lime's my favorite dessert in the entire world. I mean, let's start with that. The fact that this hasn't been done before blows my mind. But good call because if the inside is kind of like, you know how like you have a lemon uh, a lemon donut is it? Are they doing like a, a key lime filling? Yeah. So that's that they had a key lime glaze, and they had a key lime filling. Um, so here, here's I'm gonna give you two takes really quickly, and and these takes. Are are you know they're gonna potentially get you very upset, Dustin? So are you ready? Go for it. Go for it. Number one, get out of here with any cream-filled donut. Get out of my life with any cream-filled donut. Cream does not belong in a donut. If it doesn't have the circle in the middle, it's not a donut. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about your uh, raspberry-filled donuts. The Boston Creams, get out of here with all of that. That could just be totally taken out of my life. And number two, and this might be my favorite take to say on air, the best key lime pie is not found in the Florida Keys. The best key lime pie is found at your local Publix. Wow. All right. So just in response to the first take, uh, I don't know who that individual is, so I won't go as far as calling them an idiot, but that is an idiotic opinion because I have 380 pounds of experience and opinion that fillings absolutely belong in donuts, whether it's Boston cream, jelly, and in this case, I am hitting up Krispy Kreme because there's one right on South Dixie Highway, not far from where I live, and I'm damn sure going for that donut. Now, as far as the best key lime pie... Man, that's a great question. I can't take anything ever away from Publix. I think underratedly, Publix has the best everything in the world except for soda. The Publix sodas are disgusting. The That lemon-lime does not taste like Sprite. The Coke does not taste like any kind of Coke you'd want to drink. But they hit a home run on every other thing that they make. You're not going to beat a pub sub. And... Solana, I got to tell you, if you're going over the counter to purchase uh, a key lime pie, yeah, it's kind of hard to beat Publix. I might have to agree with that second take. I'm not even I'm not even saying or suggesting that if it's over the counter. I'm saying the best key lime pie ever. Like that that's how far I'm willing to take this. I would put Publix's key lime pie up against any key lime pie that you can find in the Florida Keys, that you can find at any restaurant. I know people uh Love saying that Joe Stonecrab has a phenomenal key lime pie, and they do. I've had it, but I'm telling you, Publix best key lime pie by a mile. Like, don't don't hit me with the Florida Keys. There's key lime pie fact. Like, no, 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 I don't want any of that. I want if I want key lime pie, I'm going straight to Publix. Okay, I'm no, just I, chime I, dis- in. I disagree. Go ahead, Lori. Chime in. I I'm not a key lime pie connoisseur. I don't. I'm not. Dustin, don't get upset. I don't. I'm not really. I don't even like key lime pie. But as far as that first take, every donut should have filling. I'm sorry. The Boston no, get out of here. Them. Get out of here with that, Lori. If it, ha- it doesn't oh have God, a hole, how's it a donut? If it doesn't have a it, hole, how's it a donut? I don't get it. It's the, it's the dough, hence donut. It's the dough that makes the donut. Telling, I'm telling you, the filling is the bomb. That's the best part. 
I sometimes take the chocolate off the Boston cream and just eat the donut and the and the filling. Oh no, I can't do that. There's no shot. Okay, we can put this to bed rest right now. Or donut holes are literally the hole of the donut that they turned into the little dough ball that they sell at Dunkin' Donuts. So the donut has nothing to do with the hole. Oh, like the munchkins, you mean? The, oh, we can call them munchkins, but there were donut holes when I was coming up because that was the hole of the donut that you were eating. Now, back to the key lime pie thing. Uh, I think Publix is an outstanding key lime pie, but let's be real. The key lime pie factory in Key West, hands down, best key lime pie. Ruth Chris, phenomenal key lime pie. I don't know who they buy it from because they don't make it. And if you've ever been down to Key West, there's a place called Kermit's. And they actually make a key lime pie chocolate-dipped popsicle. It's not a popsicle. It's like it's like key lime pie on a stick dipped in chocolate. All of those blow Publix out of the water. But, man, if I'm on my way home and I want a key lime pie, I'll give it to Publix. For an everyday key lime pie, they're the best. But the best key lime pie, they are not. You're triggering me here, man. Like I'm, I'm turning into a millennial. I'm upset. I feel like a snowflake. I, cause, I, like, I pride myself on that take. Like, I, nothing sits right more than a Publix key lime pie. And I've been to the Keys. However, you throw anything on a stick, I'm down. Like, there's something about anything on a stick. You, whatever it is, put it on a stick, I'm in. So I, I would definitely be down to, uh, to have a what was it? A chocolate dipped key lime pie on a stick. Pie on a stick. Chocolate dipped. They take the key lime pie, they freeze it, and they dip it in chocolate, and they put it on a stick. It is, it's a mouthgasm. It's like heaven in your mouth. You, you just have to do that. And the only place I've ever seen that carries it is actually Kermit's, and that's a heck of a long drive to go to go get it. But I'll tell you what, I'm in the keys enough that I'm gonna bring that back for you, Alex. I'm in. Let me know. I'm definitely down. All right, speaking about in, we need to get into some phenomenal mortgage information because right now is the time to buy. Interest rates are low. The banks want to lend the money. We want to keep the economy going. The government's doing all kinds of things to stimulate your reason to purchase a home. And I don't know if it's ever been easier to purchase a house, nor have I ever seen a time where there was ever a better reason. And that's a great segue to take it to my man with the money bags, money, 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 with the mortgage minute, Mr. Dennis Hernandez himself. Take it away, D. Yeah, money, money, money. Let me tell you something. You guys just spent all that time on key lime pie. I need to weigh in because I am a key lime pie enthusiast and I'm taking my money, money, money to the keys. Solana, I'm extremely disappointed in your comment that Publix has the best Key lime pie. Right now, you sound like Dustin saying that croquetas are nothing but fried spam. No, That's don't you dare! Don't you dare compare my key lime pie take to Dustin's croqueta being spam take. Don't you dare do that! How dare you? Dude, I'm telling you, man. I have a group of friends that go down to the Keys. They they take their kids for different things. They know, and also other family members. They know when you go down to the Keys, you bring Dennis back a key lime pie, and most of them bring back. Two of them, because that's that's how much of an enthusiast I am on key lime pie. I love key lime pie. And by the way, Alex, 
you need to let me know where those donuts and cookies are at. I am going to go to Publix and look for the cookies, but let me know about them donuts, man, because I got to go out and try that. Yeah, it was Krispy Kreme. It was Krispy Kreme, uh, key lime glazed, and then key lime filling. Uh, and, and now that I know, that's great. Like once we're back in the studio, I'll, I'll gladly bring you a Publix key lime pie. I have no problem with that. Oh no, Publix. I, I'm not going to take anything away from them. It's a good Publix key lime pie, but it's you can't compare that to to the keys. You can't. So, anyways, uh, I lost my train of thought on the mortgage minute. But you guys know I like my stats. I like to read a lot. So I'm going to throw some stats out here just so you guys can see where the uh, status of the economy as it relates to homes is looking like. So as you guys know, prior to the pandemic, the housing market was on a boom. Prices were increasing. Inventory was at its lowest level in 40 years. Inventory levels should remain tight because new construction have slowed. As you guys know, COVID-19, a lot of shutdowns, so new construction has slowed down. Meanwhile, the demand for home ownership has gone up. Those living in apartments are looking for space. And remember, the biggest driver in buying a home is having children. And many expect new childbirths to increase over the next year. Hence the corona babies. So you know it's going to go up. Now, home ownership rates have risen 65%. That's the fastest growing segment. And those are the, the, the individuals in their 20s. With demand rising, supply remaining tight, home values should be well supported into the future. So there's your answer, those of you that think that the market's gonna tank, it should not. Let's take a look at the housing landscape though. Uh, there's 81 million households owned in the US right now. And out of that 81 million, 34% have no mortgage, meaning they're owned free and clear. So there's plenty of equity there to move up, anybody looking to sell and take advantage of their equity. Of the, remaining, of the remaining 53 million homes that carry a mortgage, the average mortgage is only about 53% of the value of that home. So what I'm trying to say, guys, is that there's plenty of homes out there that have equity that will be going on the market soon. Homeowners are going to want to take advantage of that equity, whether it's medical expenses, COVID-19 issues, or unfortunately, maybe deaths that happen. Whatever the case may be, there's plenty of equity in the homes that are existing out there right now. People will look to sell. The opportunity is there. I said it yesterday, and I've been saying it for the past couple of weeks. The current market appears to be a great opportunity to purchase a home and an attractive price for future growth. So, guys, you need to be ready for that. Call 855-520-HOME or the Hernandez Home Team at 305-788-3527. Let's get you guys pre-approved and ready to step up when that baby or babies are born in the next coming nine months. Dennis, did you just really predict that we need to upsize our homes because of how many being made right now in quarantine? I'm not predicting anything. Those are statistics that are being shown. And come on, dude, you got to admit, you're quarantined with your wife. Yeah, you guys are probably fighting for, uh, well, my wife. I'm sorry, my wife. I'm quarantined with my wife. I'm probably fighting 75% of the time, but the other 25% of the time we're making up. Wow. They always say the best part of breaking up is when you're making up. Well, so that being said, so a lot of our listeners are going to need more bedrooms, more rooms, uh, because there's going to be more babies. Anyone, anybody want to uh, start making any bets on what the most popular baby name is going to be? Lori, we'll start with you. Most popular quarantine baby name? Corey. Corey. What if it's a girl? Corey. 
I have a friend named Corrine. They, they call her Corey. So Corey, boy or girl? All right, Dennis, what do you think? Number, Number one, one uh, coronavirus, coronavirus baby, baby name. name. <laughs> she, she got me there, man. I have no clue. <laughs> Dennis, hopefully. No, hopefully not. No, no, no. Wow, I don't think Dennis gets this game, Dustin. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't. I think he's confused because did he I, just say Dennis? Dennis. Get out of here, well, Dennis. He, go, yeah, go he, eat a go eat a key lime pie. Seriously, well, he also just admitted on air that he spends seventy five percent of the time fighting his wife and twenty five percent making up. That's not a good ratio in itself. So maybe he's got a little. That, what is that called? The uh, what's uh, that's the concussion thing that they get in the pros? CTE. 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 <laughs> Well, wow. it depends on you spend those twenty five percent. You know, you got to make that twenty five percent count. It only took Dustin two and a half years doing shows with them to drop a CTE joke. You like that? That's from hanging out with you. Yeah, I would have bet the I would have bet the the under on that. Well, all right, Solana, you got the game. So, what do you think the name's gonna be? Um, since we're in Miami, I'll keep it local. How about Maria Quarantina? Um, how about Coronita, Corona Elizabeth, Corona Lisbel, Corona Daimis. I, I, I don't know how many more names I could drop out with Corona, but uh, anything like that. Maybe, maybe Lysolentina. So we're not going with Fabulosa. Fabulosa. That works too. That's a good one. I will tell you that in the breeding world, there's a lot of litters uh, a lot of breeders will name the litters, like have a theme, and they're doing a lot of these Corona ones. They've got like Charmin, um, like you said, Fabulosa, Netflix, Amazon, a lot of the, you know, companies that are running through the Corona. So it's it's gotten pretty funny. It's pretty cool how they do that. Well, the great news is, is that the Dustin Feely Group, the real estate factory with Dennis Hernandez and the Hernandez home team and Lori Mitch with a sure title trust have all the tools resources available at your disposal we always answer at 855-520-HOME whatever you're going to name your kid whatever house you need whatever however you're spending your quarantine give us a call at 855-520-HOME on that note I'm off to Krispy Kreme to try a key lime filled donut I hope everybody's out there safe and sound give us a call at 855-520-HOME if you missed this or part of the show don't forget, we've got our replay Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. on 790 The Ticket. And we've also got us on demand, theticketmiami.com, on demand and podcast, or wqam.com, on demand and the podcast. Guys, thank you very much. I also want to thank Entercom and their great staff for helping to keep the Dustin Feely Real Estate Show on the air. And I thank no others more than I thank our great producer, Solana. Solana, brother, take us away. Thanks for another great show. Make it a great week. Have a great weekend, everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.